0: People need to be able to think, speak, and act without self restraint As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Wish. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hey, welcome. You're listening to Dr. Paul Alexander-Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network, speaking truth and accurate information to Americans. All Americans who are willing to listen. With the likes of uh, warriors such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Reich, we want to thank Malcolm for this tremendous opportunity again. Uh, this this wouldn't be possible without Malcolm and America out loud. Uh, there are many uh, topics I want to point to today, and um, I think that uh, there are many many different things that are happening that um, that we should be very concerned about, and we have this major issue about uh, these are uh, trans men that is men with male genitalia who pretend to be real women and they're entering sports and defeating the women and really dislodging the place of women in society. And um, this must stop because these are not women. These are men with, with, with penises, really, and they pretend to be women. And I call them pedophiles and would-be rapists because they entered the women's showers and uh, <clears throat> uh, special places that they're not allowed normally. There was this report of this 18-year-old in Wisconsin who went into the uh, high school uh, shower where these four girls were there showering after the pool, I believe. And he stripped down and he proceeded to shower and he told them that he was trans, by the way. This is insanity and everyone is playing with fire. And, uh, you know, women have worked hard and trained to compete. And now they have to take a stand because these are these men who are pretending to be female to compete with them. I consider people like Leah Thomas, that pervert, I call him a rapist. He's, He's really a cheat. He can't compete against men. And, and, and he can't win, so he loses against his own gender, men. He's a man with a penis. He's not a woman. And uh, so now he's cheating. He's swimming against women and using his strength, his muscular strength to defeat them. I believe that women today must all take a stand and immediately walk away from any event that these trans men take part in. Just, just walk away, don't compete you know, and uh, in the track and field, in the pool, anywhere. So <clears throat> a woman, a legitimate woman will lose against a man. There's no question about it. And you would gain nothing by participating in a competition with a man because you would lose. What, what you turn around to say, you work woke, that you're tolerant. You're just being abused as women. So if women refuse to participate enough times, then this kind of intrusion into women's sports will, will come to an end, because these wannabe fake women, these men with penises won't have anybody to compete against. So they will stop doing this. To me, they're just perverted rapists. It's a perverse, perverse movement that will lose its power. And uh, women, real women must not compete against any biological male who's trying to compete against them. So I wanted to open the show with that because I think it's very, very important. As you know, there's this issue right now with uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox. So you've probably heard that enough times that Fox fired him. There's so many different stories coming out as to uh, behavior behind the scenes by Tucker. To me, Tucker emerged over the last year or two as probably one of the most logical people in media, and uh, in America, whether you liked him or not, he covered a lot of stories in a way that others don't. So I think he gained a lot of prominence, and I personally I like him. I like his strength and his bravado, and that he gets on the uh, the uh, the show and says what he wants. So you know, sometimes you have to wait and see what happened, what what really happened behind the scenes, but. But who cares? <clears throat> As a media person, he's among the best. And I hope he goes on and has his own show and uh, becomes very successful. Myself, I don't watch Fox much anymore. I think it's Fox has become bogus. It's almost like CNN. Fox censors. It cancels. Just like CNN and the other news, too. And uh, I wasn't too happy with Fox, how they treated Trump across time and still do. <clears throat> so, I wanted to weigh in on that Tucker issue. Cheryl At- At- Atkinson, she's one of these reporters. Remember, she was that reporter who found one data. I think she was covering something in the, in the Obama administration. And what she tuned on her laptop, she found that she was typing that some other force had taken control of her laptop from outside. And she could see the uh, cursor moving and typing being done, editing of what she was actually typing, and it was something actually uh, something not good that the government did in the Obama administration. And she was, I believe, it was the Obama administration. So she really opened our eyes to the fact that our computers, our laptops, our home computers, our cell phones, whatever, they are often hacked, and you don't even realize. But she saw it, and um. It's very fascinating that they can take control of the camera. And you, the camera could look off, but it's actually on. They could they could turn on the recording part of your computer and tape you. They can do anything that they want. These, I call them pussy weak freak, bottom dweller, low life people sitting down in their mummy's basement, don't have a life. You know they figure they're smarter than you, and they want to pry into your life. But she was talking about this issue about, in a recent publication, the illegal border crossings, where up to about 200,000 came in illegally in March. That's just March of this year, under the Biden administration. Well, you know, we always say that the Biden administration, the present one, is really run by Susan Rice and Obama. So it's still the Obama administration. But anyway, in her story, she was talking about the, the border actually is being overwhelming. We are being flooded inside out. And America can't take much more, more of this. I believe under Biden, it's about four to five million illegals already in his two years. Remember Obama flooded America with jihadists, Islamists like Tashfeen Malik and these people. Remember she, she killed about 12 Americans in Florida. I argue that Biden is doing the same with illegals. Right now we have jihadists coming up in the southern border. Islamists who want to kill Americans and they're dressing like, like Latino men, shaving their beards, dressing with the plaid shirts and the khaki pants. Looks Latino, but they're not. These are killers. And, they, and they're declaring that they're 12, 13 years old at the border. And the idiots at the border are logging that as the official age and giving them paperwork from there. And they ending up in the classroom with your child, your 12-year-old daughter, and they are eventually going to rape her. That's a fact. That's what they did that in Canada, in different provinces. They came in as refugees, 30, 40-year-old, 28, 30-year-old uh Islamist Middle Eastern males. They said they were 10, 12 years old. So they put these, these killers in the classroom with Canadian girls, 10, 9, 10, 11. What happened? They ended up fondling them and raping them. So it's a very serious issue. And uh, we have a lot of reports now about Chinese coming in through the southern border. And the question becomes, who are these Chinese men coming in? Are they police? Are they military? Are they Chinese special forces that coming in as illegals, getting to stay in America, And really going to attack America from within. Don't discount that. Don't think it's not going to happen. So I wanted to draw that point to you. Right now, there's a massive number of deaths that have happened, a surge in deaths in young U.S. military men and women. And a lot of the research is showing that it has to do with the uh, COVID mRNA technology gene injection. It's happening in other nations too. And, uh, there was um, a recent report in Korea, South Korea, of a military recruit, 22 years old. It's one of the more clearest examples where you know, he took the, um, the uh, Pfizer vaccine and uh, he died. He had myocarditis and just suddenly died. And the researchers, as a 20-year-old South Korean male military recruit, he developed chest pain five days after the first dose of his Pfizer shot and then died rapidly 7 hours after so you know we need um <clears throat> we need proper autopsies of all of these young people pilots teens athletes young persons bus drivers um anyone military police who died suddenly these are young strong people and they just die. Young people don't just die like that. Teenagers, young children, etc. So we need proper autopsies, histological examinations of the heart to see w- w- whether it was myocarditis, etc. So we have this this sudden surge of U.S. Um, <clears throat> military people uh, passing away and. Um, I remember I saw a study and I wrote about it in Substack where the military members are suffering in U.S. military myocarditis following the immunization with the, um, the mRNA uh, technology vaccine, Pfizer and Moderna. I remember I, I had reported in Substack on a case series of 23 male military uh, members, of the United States military, 23 of them, they were all male. And what they found was myocarditis, four days, within four days of getting the COVID shot. And um, the diagnosis was made after the second dose principally. And uh, <clears throat> it's a very troubling issue. You know, because this myocarditis following the mRNA shot is very, very dangerous, especially if it's silent. And uh, we must not stop investigating and seeking to hold accountable all those linked to this fraud pandemic or deliberately manufactured pathogen, the release of it, but all the way to the, uh, to the gene injection itself because it's causing what we call silent myocarditis. myocarditis. So they, there's no symptoms, but the person who's afflicted has a damaged heart that has scarring that the heart isn't working optimally anymore and in an exercise bout or heightened state where the adrenaline is surging, that adrenaline on a scarred heart puts the heart under strain and you can suffer cardiac arrest. You know, so I remember that study that I'd written about, there were 23 male patients, <clears throat> the average age was about 25, and then they all presented with acute onset chest pain four days, within four days after they got a COVID shot, mRNA shot. Pfizer, and Moderna, Um, all of them had elevated cardiac troponin levels. So it is something that the government must take very seriously. We need more surveillance and evaluation to try to understand exactly what's happening here. But we kind of know that it is because of this COVID gene injection. We also see in myocarditis a lot of brain aneurysms of the aorta, the uh, <clears throat> the thoracic aorta, et cetera. There's rupture. It's serious and it's a common uh, vaccine induced injury in young people. I want to argue that this Jamie Foxx, this comedian actor, he had this, this medical emergency. It's, 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 uh, the reports are that he likely had a brain aneurysm and it is likely due to the COVID gene injection. So I think it needs to be looked at very, very seriously because we have tremendous number of uh, people tuning up post-shot with brain bleeds, brain aneurysms, needing hospitalization, because even Jamie Foxx, he remains even hospitalized today, I think two weeks after he ran into difficulty when um, we argue post-shot. So this is a very serious matter and uh, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, that, that situation with Leah Thomas that I spoke of earlier, you know, I, I consider this person ah, such a pervert, you know. And he, 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 this Leah Thomas, this is a man masquerading as a woman. He just gave an interview I heard about a day ago where he's calling out real women and talking smack about them. He's calling out feminists and women who defend women. And uh, real women, and he's, he's attacking them. He's trying to say that they are wrong, real women, for not accepting him as a man with a, with a penis um, competing against them. My, my response to that is, what the hell is wrong with the society that you give this guy audience and you let him get so far? You need to stand up and say no more and kick this dude to the curb. This guy is a man with a penis. He's a potential rapist. And I actually call people like him pedophiles. I, I think parents who take their children to watch people like him swinging on a pole, doing pole dancing and cavorting in their little G-string or whatever, those parents should not be parents. And it's, it's, I don't like government involved in our lives in no way. This is not that I want child protected services to take those children, take them away from those parents. Anyway, let me close this first segment by reminding you you're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. It plays on iHeartRadio Network, and you can listen anywhere in the world. All my talk shows go to podcasts the following day, and you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast. And uh, you can go to America Out Loud show, look on the schedule on the uh, main navigation bar, and you can look for Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Remember my Substack? I write this daily blog with a bunch of COVID-related or political issues. Uh, it's called Alexander COVID News. Google it. Alexander, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, COVID News. And uh, it's free. I make it free. Those who want to pay for the yearly subscriptions, just about 29 bucks. But it's free if you don't want to pay. Please support me. Please support that blog. You can also support me financially by going to Zell, ZDLLE. My email is SR7283 at gmail.com. Thank you very much.
1: world-class care from doctors you can trust all from the comfort of your home that is one wellness dr peter mccullough and his team at the wellness company designed the one wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values go to outloudcare.com today and use code outloud for 25 percent off your first month of one wellness whether you're an independent a democrat or a republican one thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at CofixRX.com.
0: Welcome back to uh, the Liberty Hour uh, with Dr. Paul Alexander. And I want to tell you once again, thanks so much uh, for joining again and um, the work of Malcolm. Um, You know, we've been touching on a lot of important topics here. And uh, I just want to quickly, so in case I forget, remind you about the wellness company. It's TWC.Health. It's a new program and organization in the United States. And right now, Trying to set up the wellness company Canada, so again, if you go to the website twc.health you can find a range of um and it focuses on on nutraceuticals, etc, but also telemedicine where you can find a range of um uncensored content and you could schedule virtual medical appointments with doctors for a second opinion, etc um doctors who uh, will prescribe and not bogged down by any sort of protocols and uh, exclusive treatment packages, please consider it. And don't forget my um, my blog, my sub which is uh, Alexander COVID News. That is Alexander COVID News, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, COVID News. So I wanted to touch on some top, some topics today. One is um, there's this guy out of uh, Florida, Palm Beach, called Willie. Uh, Guardiola. And um reason why I wanted to touch on him is because this guy is on the front line in Palm Beach fighting for the unborn. He's a pro-life advocate. You know, and um he's waging a lot of battles in Florida, and uh, you know, he's against abortion, and I have to tell you straight up that I am I am. I'm for life. I'm against abortion. I I would say my default position, like Willie, is zero. I mean, I know you wanna you would, you would wanna argue about the health of the mother, um, rape, and all of these things, and all of these are really devastating, bad situations. And all of these things, I suppose, must be considered and and debated in the decision making. But what I'm trying to say is. In my ideal world, I would want zero abortion. Um, I want the uh, the life of the unborn to be taken very seriously and fought for, just like Willie. And um, he has a lot of good uh, programs in Florida. And right now, um, you know, he he's uh, arguing against a six-week heartbeat abortion ban signed in Florida by Governor DeSantis. And while he accepts that, he's saying no, not good enough. He wants zero. And and I understand what he's trying to say. And he's um he's actually pushing and fighting. And I think you should look at some of the work he's doing. His name is Willie. Um his surname is Guardiola. Willie, W I L L Y Guardiola, G U A R D I O L A in Palm Beach in Florida. Um, today, there's so many different things going on. You know, and earlier we spoke in the first segment about some issues, and I wanted to talk about some that I think are very pressing and uh, that we should consider right now. So, there is word right now that... um. People are trying to serve Hunter Biden with uh, subpoenas, etc. And the decision by the Biden administration is to hide Hunter in the, um, in the White House compound so that the Secret Service has precedence there over any other law enforcement. So I we have to see how that works out. But look, I think the reason why I brought up Hunter is because I wanted to talk about this thing, about this child. The news, you know, I heard it on Dana. The news is talking about Hunter wouldn't even acknowledge this baby, this young child he has with this lady and um, doesn't want to um, acknowledge the child. I think she went to court to prove that he was a father. Now she's gone back to court to prove that he is there, uh, um to get money from them. And um, what's my view? My view is Hunter Biden is scum. I have to tell you, you know, I... I am a I'm a conservative libertarian so I'm right of center. I'm not extreme right like most of you here. You know I'm like how I look at people who are extreme left as very dangerous, I think extreme radical wa- radical right is too dangerous. I'm what you call a social conservative or a fiscal conservative like I, like I'm one of the Reagan conservative types then. Of course, more right of the Reagan Democrat. Of course I'm a but Maybe I could even identify as an independent, because I mean, I detest the Republican Party to be honest with you, because they are no different than the Democrats. But what I'm saying is, look at Obama as an example. I never, first of all, when Obama was elected, I supported him. And you know, I felt he's a black, black man, well, half black, half white. but let's say let's pretend black. And uh, a lot of the things he was saying, but he, he turned out to be over 80 as one of the most devastating presidents for the United States. I think she will record him as one of the worst presidents in terms of the things that he did to subvert. Every single policy Obama implemented was against America. And this is how you judge things. When somebody says something in government or policies implemented, you ask yourself, okay, hmm. You say, hmm. You say, self, how does that benefit the country? It's just a simple question. And if you cannot come up with a reason, well, that thing they just said does not benefit the country, then you understand it does not benefit the country. I challenge anyone, anybody listening to this show, anybody who who hear of the show and hear me, show me across eight years of the Obama administration, one policy, not two or 10 or 12, one, just one, where we could say, hmm, What Obama did there benefited America, American people. You could never show me any, not one. That's the most fascinating thing. So, but here's the key. I actually used to look at the Obama family, twisted as it looked to me from the outside. You know, everybody talking about Michelle, Michael, all kinds of different names. Look, I I don't want to get into all of that. That was a man, that was his wife, first lady, Michelle Obama. their two children. They seem to have some semblance of normalcy in that White House. Seem to be somewhat normal people trying to live a governmental kind of life, president with all of the madness. I admire what he did in the White House with his family. I admire Bush even, and twisted as George Bush was, and his family and his thing. I tremendously admire um, President Trump. But when you look at the Biden family, I mean, all of these stories you're hearing about bathing longer with with, with Biden than she should have. I mean, all of this stuff about the diary and stuff. I mean, how much of it is real? And what what do we make of it? Which man would bathe with his 17-year-old daughter? And then there's another part we saw in the news. It's not my diary. I don't have the diary. This is what was out there. That his daughter talked about um, they wiped her too late. I mean, what did she mean? What did she write there? I, I, It boggles my mind and it shocks me if I think what she wrote is what she wrote. What did she mean? What was she trying to say? Who did that? So really and truly, that family is one of the most twisted families ever, the Biden family and Hunter Biden. I think if the devil could give us a message The devil might have signaled to us on earth, please, whatever you all do, don't send Hunter Biden down to hell. Where if he passes on in life as normal, hell is not where he's coming because we have no space for Hunter Biden in hell. No room. Hell cannot hold Hunter Biden. The guy comes across as so perverse. He is so rotten. And this situation is the situation... You know, you could tell me all kinds of stuff about crack and, and hoes and all and women and all that stuff and all that stuff I read. You know, and look, please, if you have any kids today, listening to the program, young people, please put a disclaimer, parental guidance, and because I just talking today because, you know, a little unhinged with this Tucker Carlson firing and all this crap that went on. I think when you look at, hunter biden though with with the crack smoking the guns and all this stuff the guy is the guy is warped there's something something all of that i will set all of that aside i really don't mind all that if you tell me hunter banging his chickens on the farm and molesting animals and stuff i don't those things you know if the person turns out to be an upstanding person and have good policies that could benefit the country. I'll vote for them. I'll vote for them. It's like how I, I I set aside Trump's issues. Those things didn't bother me. You know? That didn't bother me. What what I wanted in Trump was for him to enact the policies he said to be strong and resolute, deal with the foreign policy, etc., cetera, et cetera. But we know how it turned out with the COVID I and mean, all the, the uh, deep state and all that. But what I'm trying to say is with this, with this story about him not wanting to pay child support and disavowing the child and they're pretending the child don't exist, don't even name the child. What's wrong with his family? You know? What is wrong with them? It, it, it didn't come across good at all. Then you have this issue now about, I saw on the news, this Leah Thomas guy. Look, let me get straight to the point with you here. They have this this video that yesterday with Leah Thomas, where he was being interviewed. You know this guy, this man with a penis who pretends to be a woman. He's being interviewed and he's talking smack and misogynistic to to actual women, to feminists and real women. He is telling them, he's telling them off and arguing with them for not accepting trans people can you imagine a man with a penis arguing with real women real women with real feminine genitalia what it is to be a woman i mean it's almost like we're really living in a crazy world this guy he's enter women races i look this leah thomas is just a cheat he's a damn cheat his problem is couldn't win races against normal men like him so he, now he enters races with women who is physically stronger and he will defeat them but he's pretending to be a woman but all he is a cheat i actually call him an actual potential rapist because if i think in a situation where he's alone he will rape women and i think he's a pedophile because he's a man with a penis He can be a woman to somebody like me. Next minute, he goes into your young child, eight-year-old child's uh, female's bathroom in the school or in the swim meet. Therefore, in that position, instantly he's a pedophile. Where in your mind could a 30-year-old man be nude in the presence of an eight-year-old, 10-year-old little girl? Then you're a pedophile. So that's what he is to me. So this is madness that we live in. And he has so much game now that he could be interviewed and talk smack to real women. Imagine that with his heavy, thick voice, his male voice. He's a fake woman calling out real woman. It's like it 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 defies logic. And then we have women and mothers standing up with a straight face and watching it. And then these women, these mothers taking their five-year-old sons To these drag shows. Because they want to be the most woke. The most tolerant. You know it's just a bunch of madness. But this is a real man. With a penis telling biological women. That they are transphobic. It's not that he lacks self-awareness. Or is mentally ill in my view. Or even that he's some kind of freak. His problem is. Is. He is so removed from reality. And all of this now is about being tolerant and work and virtue signaling. And real women have, to me, are blamed for this because they give this guy the podium. And he's really delusional. Not people like him. Nutty people. He's just cheating to win. And I want to know what's wrong with these women. Why can't they stand up? Why? I think the mistake we made is to give that Bruce Jenner guy the podium. And that's why we're in the situation we're in right now. So we had this story that came out today that's very important. The Federal Public Service of Canada, the federal government, they're now admitting information was published, came out that the government knew that the vaccinated person harbored the same viral loads as the unvaccinated person and that the vaccine didn't stop transmission. Why this story is important today, three years, two months out, again is, why did they impose the mandates, especially on the federal public servants, and lay off people and fire people? In America, when they did that, many people who got laid off committed suicide. There was a real cost to this. And this must be investigated and people held to account. So if they're saying the Public Health Agency of Canada, which is like the uh, the uh, CDC of Canada or the NIH uh, or Health Canada, that they enacted policies of vaccine mandates knowing they had the data. That's what the the uh, requested information now shows. They had the data that the vaccine didn't stop transmission and there was no difference in virus, load, infectivity, et cetera, between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. So therefore, why did you mandate it? What was the reason for that? So this was all craziness. These scientists and uh, public health officials in these agencies in Canada was were just academically sloppy, intellectually lazy. You know, and these people must be investigated. And if the question is, would your government really lie to you like that in Canada? Or do you, of course, hell yes. Remember, everything about COVID I've told you before was a lie, 100%. COVID was a fraud. The pandemic was a lie, a fraud. All of it was never pandemic. From the virus itself, when it was released, how it was released, who was involved, labs, lockdown, lunacy, school closures, the the, the, the fraud, mRNA, gene injection itself. Everything has been a lie. You will come to learn in time that what they did was take three years of your life, stole it from you and your children, and in doing it, caused a lot of harms, a lot of deaths, a lot of pain and suffering. But everything that they did was a lie, and they knew it was a lie, they knew they were lying to us, and they knew they were just defrauding us. Anyway, I want to talk to you as I come to the end of this segment by reminding you that you're talking, that you're listening to the America Out Loud, talk radio network and you could find me all my shows go to our uh, podcast all these talk shows the next day you could find me on spotify stitcher pandora etc don't forget to support my Substack, stack alexander covid news that's alexander covid news it's free please and if you want to pay the yearly subscription it's just 29 bucks but it's free remember my website dr and if you want to give any kind of financial support because i do depend on this it's uh you go to zell Z-E-L-L-E, and the email is sr7283 at gmail.com remember my book presidential takedown where i discuss how fauci and burbs toppled president trump from inside thank you very much
1: Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code Out Loud. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing. Leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio the liberty, and justice for all.
0: Hello. Welcome back once again to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Um, You know, uh, this is the third segment today. And I want to take the chance... To say again, thank you very much for tuning in and coming back. And uh, you're listening to America Out Loud Radio Network. And you know, um, I've I've told you before how much appreciative I am of Malcolm for this forum he gives us in fighting tyranny. And you know, we you're listening on the iHeart Radio Network, and you could always listen on all media player from any browser anywhere in any the world because. All of these shows, not just mine, but all of the other players like McCullough there, their shows talk shows go to podcast the following day. And you could hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. So please take a listen there. Look, there are several things I want to talk about and a lot of things in the news right now. Well, you know, we spoke about earlier the issue about Tucker Carlson on Fox. You know exactly what happened. We don't know. You know, we'll never get the, the full story. But Tucker has already come out with a segment and um, basically blasting the media, just blasting news and uh, the government, the, the uniparty system, etc. And I think Tucker will land on his feet. I, I grew to really appreciate what he was doing because out of everyone out there, he was probably one of the most uh outspoken and brave persons and didn't toe the party line didn't toe the line and i think that's what got him out but but i think he's going to be a force a force to be reckoned with so um you know that is out there you have all of these uh incessant um targeting and stalking of protest trump you have all of the craziness we see in with um America docking nuclear subs in South Korea for the first time in 40 years. We're getting reports of Americans dying in Sudan with no evacuation while other countries evacuating. I mean, you're getting all of these reports and uh, and, uh, you're you're hearing talks between Zelensky and Xi from China. And uh, so, you know, it's very worrisome you know, Russia, language coming out that we've never been closer to, you know, um, we've never been closer to World War Three. So what do we do? You know, we listen to this constantly and uh, it's not much to be, uh, to look forward to. You know, um, I want to talk quick about Robert Malone, Dr. Malone. You know, I've been one of the people out there hammering him. But my hammering has been simple. I I have nothing against him. I'll be full disclosure. We worked together. We went on stage together. We interviewed. We spoke. I was part of the same group. So I really have nothing personal against him. My issue with him has always been that he declared that he invented the technology, the mRNA technology that's in the shot or the basis of it, let's say. And my view has been this, he's come on, we, we started this uh, freedom movement three years ago, three, three years, two months ago, and he was nowhere to be seen. He was no part of it. I have written copious papers with McCullough, Reesh, et cetera, on lockdowns, school closure with Dr. Osqui, on school closures, masking, the dangers of mass toxicity, ineffectiveness, et cetera, on business closures. So many papers in the American Institute of Economic Research. Many papers I wrote for Brownstone, for Epoch, for Trial Site, for all of the places. And uh, Life Site, etc. And you know, the truth of the matter is that from day one, Malone was nowhere in sight. When we did the early treatment algorithm, you know, McCollum, Mies, Zelenko, Reish, Ladapo, et cetera, there was no Malone. It was us, us out there banging away, being interviewed on alternative media. No Malone, I attended meetings at Operation Warp Speed. Let me say something here on the record and put it out there and tell people Dr. Alexander said this. I attended many meetings in Operation Warp Speed at Health and Human Services. A lot of them logistic meetings, military, ran those meetings with the Navy, U.S. Army and Navy, etc., That's why I could tell you, people talk about COVID being, the vaccine development being DOD. I was there. Yes, it was a military response. That's all I'll say in the show today about that. But what I'm saying is, I never heard the name Robert Malone. I heard every other scientist's name in vaccine development, immunology, virology, but never Malone. And I was in Operation Warp Speed. So when he says he invented the mRNA technology, I, I mean, we have to go by what he says. But I have no evidence that it is true. But put that aside. If he said he did, he did. Let's go with it. Then how could a guy who was not involved in the COVID movement in any capacity, week banging away for years, two, three, almost three years, and then he ambling, and we let him into the group, It was not his group. Dr. McCollum, Dr. Rich were almost the de facto heads of the freedom movement with some other players. Some argue myself. Not Malone. We welcomed him in. Dr. Bregan was a leader of this group. Dr. Liv These were the people who led this group. The freedom fighter, anti-COVID lockdowns, etc., Questioning the vaccines etc Along comes Malone And you know everybody sat back and said Well all right, this guy says he invented the thing So what should be coming from him next Well I would have thought That he would be telling us how it works You understand And how to switch it off How to stop the, the mechanism of action For the messenger RNA The messenger RNA The synthetic messenger RNA that he has boasted that he invented that's the basis for these shots I mean if he invented it he knows how it works he he was even involved in, with, with research on liposomes you know like those exosome kind of extracellular vehicles something that could package the messenger RNA to safeguard it and stabilize it and protect it so the immune system, etc., will not destroy it. You know, the lipid nanoparticle, we call it, with all of the, the um, phospholipids in the outer shell, the cationic lipids, ionizable lipids, the polyethylene glycol, the, um, the cholesterol and all of that. Look, <clears throat> the point I'm making is this. The guy did all of the research. All right, not begrudging him that. But he said he invented it. All we were saying is, well, tell us if you invented it so that the messenger RNA cannot be translated to make all the spike protein. Tell us what to do. Show us so that we could, you know, mitigate the effect. Tell the medical community, tell the research community how it works. Tell us how to switch it off. If you invented it, you must know how it works and how to switch it off. That's all we were saying. Give us something. Something, but we got nothing. And that's my problem with Malone. I don't have anything personal against him. He's not my friend even to have anything personal against him. You know, I wish everybody the best in life, him included. But he came along and he's benefited from this freedom movement. He was a nobody, like how most of us were nobodies. Maybe stars in our own rights and our own degrees behind our names in whatever fields we were, medicine, academic research, whatever. Just like him and nobody. Yet, he benefited from the COVID movement with that statement that I invented the in messenger RNA technology because everybody thought, well, he's now going to tell us. Well, first of all, people, oh my God, he must be very smart. These people use this to benefit themselves, to make money, to get fame. All of that is benefit. I'm not begrudging him of that either. I'm not begrudging anyone. But in his case, people always felt that he was going to give an answer as to what really happened here and how to mitigate the effects of the messenger RNA so the spike protein wouldn't even be made. So it wouldn't even have a harmful effect because the spike protein induced by the vaccine is a problem. It is a toxic business end, the spike protein of, of the virus itself. But when you inject the messenger RNA in this lipid nanoparticle inside of you at the injection site, and it gets all over the body and it's, it's taken up into cells and translated into protein, spike protein, and then presented on the surface of the cells, etc. I mean, we were hoping that he would tell us how to stop the action of the messenger RNA. He said he invented it, but he never, he has never. And that's where I come in and I say, "Look, you have a lot of questions you need to answer. Like everybody, we need to question any and everyone. Anybody? Who might have information. I don't think he's been forthcoming enough. I don't even think he's been forthcoming in any manner. That's my point. I just wanted him to answer. How this worked. Etc. How to switch it off. And he's not. And that's what I wanted to say about this. You know and I still stand by. I think he should be properly interviewed. Right. Right. And the right people should interview him. And they have not. So, my question is, what is going to happen next? And you know, he sued Dr. Bregan, Dr. Bergen, uh questioned him. Raised some issues. He sued Jane Ruby, Dr. Ruby. Um, there's issues around Stu Peters, everyone. I mean, there's been issues with Dr. McCullough. I mean, I want all of this to stop. You know, and um, I wanted to stop because uh, we should all be really working together. You know, anyway, let me close off this segment by reminding you that my uh, substack is Alexander COVID News. My website is drpaulalexander.com. You know, please take a look at my book, Presidential Takedown. You can find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And you know, this America Outlaw has been such a blessing to us because it's given us the podium. You know, we have really staggering stories right now of their Bud Light sales plunge after this, uh, this, um, this, uh, you know, the uh, trans guy who they um, uh, uh put out there, and um, now the sales of Bud Light is in a tank, you know, and um, I actually. Enjoy this situation with the Dylan Mulvaney guy who they had promoting the Nike sports bras and stuff. Good, 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 good for the American people to tell, but like to shove the bear. And, <clears throat> you know, I want to end by saying, there was a, a study that I had, was highlighting in my sub stack of about 23 US military servicemen and women who have been suffering myocarditis just after they've taken the mRNA COVID Gene Injection. It's by the studies by Montgomery et al. And um, <clears throat> it's published in JAMA. The name of the study, the title is Myocardia, Myocarditis Following Immunization with Messenger RNA COVID-19 Vaccines in Members of the U.S. Military. Very important paper because of, of, of the 20, 23 participants, um, military personnel they looked at. They were all previously he- healthy. And within four days of receipt of the COVID shot, and after the second dose, they were diagnosed with myocarditis. Very important story that we need to consider too. You know? And let me end today's show. You know, by telling you that um uh, don't forget Dr. Teresa Long. Theresa Long, she's a medical doctor, medical officer in the United States military. She's testifying right now in court that she was ordered by superiors to suppress the COVID vaccine injuries following the shot to the military. So let me end again by saying, please check out my book, Presidential Take Down. You can buy it at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And I really wrote from on the inside of how people like Fauci and Burks subverted President Trump and worked with the deep state to destroy his presidency and his, uh, his re-election. So let me, uh, let me end today. Thank you very much. And uh, I also wanted to talk about um, a very interesting piece by Dr. Karen Kwiatowski. K-W-I-A-T-K-O-W-S-K-I. PhD, and um, I think she served in the U.S. military. If I'm not mistaken, um, I think she was in uh, the United States military, and um, her her statements on uh, John F. Not John Robert Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy Jr. Now, who's entered the race? Very interested, very interesting. And she wrote this piece called RFK Jr is Making It Real, by Dr. Karen Kwiatowski. And she's trying to talk about the fact, I believe from reading, she's a very strong Trump supporter. Voted for him, etc. So, conservative, really, not Republican. and uh, But she's she's also talking about Kennedy in a very balanced way, where it's very interesting. I mean, I, I've told you before, I am a Trump disciple and um <clears throat> I'm very disappointed right now and upset President Trump has not spoken properly against the lockdowns and this fraud gene injection. So we're still waiting and we're working on these things behind the scenes but I'm still on the Trump chain. I think the scientists can make a good port us in time, not now. And I think there's no one who can uh who can uh, do the things needed for America to save America and to clean up Washington. Trump needs that second term to finish what was started and to punish all of those who did wrong, especially in the COVID madness. But with Kennedy in it, I think what I like about Kennedy is I am with him in his vaccine stance, but I'm not him in his gun stance, environmental madness. I'm not a Democrat. So he's in the wrong party. I will never vote for him but I do find him very attractive on the vaccine issue. And she's writing this way. I just wanted to read some of what she said quickly because I don't have much time. Quote, I was elated elated to find out that Joe Biden is all about my freedom. And while he didn't have a lot of luck increasing freedom in his first three years, I'm sure that wasn't his fault. He's running for a second term because he wants to save freedom. Or is it democracy he wants to save? Biden interchanges the terms with abandon. I do have a small concern about the slurring of words and the imprecise language by Biden. So, you know, anyway, I will pick up on this story at another time. I find Karen is very interesting. Thank you.